Jewish and Muslim groups in the U.S. say hate crimes are on the rise as the Gaza-Israel war drags on. In Chicago, a six-year-old boy was stabbed and killed while his mother was severely injured. Police say they were targeted because of their faith. The suspect, Joseph Suba, was the family's landlord. He allegedly yelled, you Muslims must die, before stabbing them. He's since been charged with hate crimes. Palestinian-American Wadia Al-Fayoum had just turned six years old. His mother is in a critical condition. American Jews have rallied across the U.S. in support of Palestine. Organizers of the If Not Now movement plan to protest outside the White House on Monday. They're demanding that U.S. President Joe Biden uses his leverage to implement a ceasefire and every possible tool to, quote, force Israel to halt its genocide of Palestinians in Gaza. The movement was founded in 2014 to protest U.S. defense aid to Israel. Well, for more on this, let's bring in Mariah Kaplan, who's the managing director of If Not Now movement. She's joining us from New York. Thank you very much indeed for being with us. Uh, first of all, let me just ask you, what is the motivation behind your organization? And the motivation behind our organization, as you said, we were founded in 2014 in a moment that had, you know, distressingly similar, uh, you know, similarities to this moment and what we were seeing then. And a lot of what we're seeing now is um, the the relentless um, you know, beating the drums of war, saying that, you know, Israel has a right to defend itself and and nothing else, and um, and that being used to um, murder thousands of Palestinians. Um, and we felt it was really important that there was a Jewish voice saying, not in our name. We don't believe that this kind of aggression makes Jews safer. It doesn't make Israelis safer. And it's important for American Jews to be able to say, you know, we do not want this type of violence to be happening in our name, um, and we want to urge our government to use the, every tool at its disposal to save lives in this situation. So you're planning a protest outside the White House. It's been, what, nine years since you started, started the, the organization. Why do yeah. you think that the White House, that, or the, at least the administration that is in the White House at the moment, is going to listen to you any more than perhaps previous ones have? Joe Biden has a long career of resolving armed conflict. He also has a long career on this issue in particular. I think he wants to lead on this issue. He touts his close relationship with Netanyahu, um, you know, but some, from South Africa to Ireland, President Biden has been able to resolve armed conflict. I think um, this could be an important part of his legacy rather than a legacy of, um, you know, arming a, a genocide. Um, and we believe that, you know, it's important for them to see that there are thousands and thousands of people, of American Jews, who are saying, we will not let our grief or our the death of our loved ones be used to, um, to justify more war. Just before we talk to you, you may have heard that we were doing a story about the, a, a six-year-old boy in Chicago who's been stabbed and his mother has been badly injured by, within what is being described as yeah. a hate crime. How concerned yeah. are you about the rise or a rise in, in hate crime between uh, Jews and Muslims, between attacks on possible attacks on synagogues, possible attacks on mosques in the United States as a result of this? 
as I think we're seeing, you know, the, as these extremist positions are echoed, obviously it leads to more violence. It doesn't lead to less violence. It's obviously incredibly dangerous, you know, for Palestinian Americans. I think it's dangerous for American Jews and for Israelis. I think the only way to end this is to implement a ceasefire get a just solution, a lasting peace to this conflict, not more cycles of war. Um, you know, we're hearing uh, Israelis on the ground who have survived these massacres, who have lost dozens of loved ones, are saying these soldiers are a Band-Aid. Military campaigns are a Band-Aid. This is just more of the same. This isn't going to bring safety for anyone. And what we need is for our government to use its leverage not to send weapons to uh, to the Israeli government, which has openly voiced its genocidal intentions, but to really bring an end to this. That is the only thing that is going to make all of us more safe. We cannot bomb our way to a lasting peace. Mm. As I mentioned before, you were formed in 2014, and in that time, have you seen any change in the level of interest, the level of, of uh, engagement, if you like, by um, people who were wanting to join organizations like yours? I mean, what we're seeing in this moment is an outpouring of energy and support and people looking for some place to direct their energy, unlike what we've what we've ever seen, even in 2014. I think um, there are a lot of people who are looking for guidance in this moment, who are looking for somewhere that they can grieve for both Israelis and Palestinians. Um, and I think, you know, hopefully our leaders will listen to us and see that energy and see that shift. Obviously, in recent years, there's been um, growing acceptance of the term apartheid, of understanding the systemic roots of the issue. I think that is a good thing. You know, we can't find a solution if we don't get the problem. I think there's more awareness coming around that. And I think in this moment in particular is an opportunity to really harness the energy um, of people who are saying we do not want more violence to be happening in our name. We do not want more violence to be happening with our tax dollars. We do not believe that this is the right this is the role that we should be playing, that, you know, that our community should be endorsing, that our leaders should be pushing for. Um, and that, again, we just need our government to act to save lives right now because they can. If they choose to, they can save lives. Thank you very much indeed for being with us. And Al Jazeera, Mariah Kaplan, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me.